This is a broadcast of Holland United Church of Christ. At Holland UCC, we seek to open the mind and engage the heart. We are a community of justice, peace, and affirmation in Holland, Michigan, where everyone is welcome to the table. Words of integration and guidance, a Hasidic tale. An old rabbi once asked his pupils how they could tell when the night had ended and the day had begun. Could it be, asked one of the students, when you can see an animal in the distance and tell whether it's a sheep or a dog? No, answered the rabbi. Another asked, is it when you can look at a tree in the distance and tell whether it's a fig tree or a peach tree? No, answered the rabbi. Then what is it? The pupils demanded. It is when you can look on the face of any man or woman and see that it is your sister or your brother. Because if you cannot see this, it is still night. A reading of scripture from Genesis 11, verses 1 through 9. Now the whole earth had one language and the same words. And as they migrated from the east, they came upon a plain in the land of Shinar and settled there. And they said to one another, Come, let us make bricks and burn them thoroughly. And they had brick for stone and bitumen for mortar. Then they said, Come, let us build ourselves a city and a tower with its top in the heavens, and let us make a name for ourselves. Otherwise we shall be scattered abroad upon the face of the whole earth. The Lord came down to see the city and the tower which mortals had built. And the Lord said, Look, they are one people, and they have all one language, and this is only the beginning of what they will do. Nothing that they propose to do will now be impossible for them. Come, let us go down and confuse their language there, so that they will not understand one another's speech. So the Lord scattered them abroad from there over the face of all the earth, and they left off building the city. Therefore it was called Babel, because there the Lord confused the language of all the earth, and from there the Lord scattered them abroad over the face of all the earth. Hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. Thanks be to God. Thank you, Dave. Reading a scripture from Acts 2, 1 through 21. When the day of Pentecost had come, they were all together in one place. And suddenly from heaven there came a sound, like the rush of a violent wind, and it filled the entire house where they were sitting. Divided tongues as of fire appeared among them, and a tongue rested on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other languages as the Spirit gave them ability. Now there were devout Jews from every nation under heaven living in Jerusalem. And at this sound, the crowd gathered and was bewildered because each of them heard them speaking in their own native language. Amazed and astonished, they asked, are not all these who are speaking Galileans? And how is it that we hear each of us in our own native language? Parthians, Medes, Elamites, and residents of Mesopotamia, Judea, and Cappadocia, 
Pontus and Asia, Phrygia and Pamphylia, Egypt and the parts of Libya belonging to Cyrene, and visitors from Rome, both Jews and proselytes, Cretans and Arabs. In our own languages, we hear them speaking about God's deeds of power. All were amazed and perplexed, saying to one another, what does this mean? But others sneered and said they are filled with new wine. But Peter, standing with the eleven, raised his voice and addressed them. Men of Judea and all who live in Jerusalem, let this be known to you and listen to what I say. Indeed, these are not drunk, as you suppose, for it is only nine o'clock in the morning. No, this is what was spoken through the prophet Joel. In the last days it will be, God declares, that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. Even upon my slaves, both men and women, in those days I will pour out my spirit, and they shall prophesy. And I will show portents in the heaven above, and signs on the earth below, blood and fire and smoky mist. The sun shall be turned to darkness and the moon to blood before the coming of the Lord's great and glorious day. Then everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. For the word of God in scripture, for the word of God among us, for the word of God within us. The uh, first time that I traveled to another country was in college and uh, flew to Turkey. And as we arrived uh, at the airport, uh, we heard uh, Istanbul'a Hoşgeldiniz, Turk Yolara için teşekkürler. So what is going on here? understand what that means, but thankfully shortly after that, they said, welcome to Istanbul. Thank you for flying Turkish Airlines. And I got off the plane and, of course, see a lot of stuff in a language that I don't understand, right? A lot of signs, hear a language, uh, languages, no doubt, that I don't understand. And that can be a little bit overwhelming. And some of you have been in that setting and have had that experience where you don't know the language. Now, fortunately for uh, those of us who speak English as a first language, in many countries you travel there and they have something in their language, but then they'll also have something there in English. Right? And that's, that's pretty nice and hospitable of them. Uh, I wonder how that experience goes the other way as people come uh, to our country. Welcome to the United States. Speak English, please. That kind of is how it goes, right? You wonder how deep that welcome really is when that's the, that's the attitude. But that, we hear that line, right? Uh, as people uh, come to this country from all over the globe, uh, particularly as people move here and immigrate from other nations, there seems to be a low tolerance for cultural diversity for a language that's not English. And how often have you either seen signs or heard people say, speak the language, learn English. If you're going to be here, if you're going to be an American, got to speak English. Right? You've heard that, right? No. Well, 
Where did they get this idea, people who say this? And, and I'll, I'll just own that probably many of the people who say this are Christians. Probably many of them are white Christians. Just name that. But where did they get this idea that if you're going to be here, speak our language? Maybe it's a, a biblical idea. We heard the Tower uh, of Babel story read this morning. And that story begins, Now the whole earth had one language and the same words. Now the whole earth had one language and the same words. So maybe there's just this desire to return to this sort of utopian setting in which we all speak the same language. And yet we know things didn't last that way for the folks in Babel, right? God scattered them about and confused their languages and suddenly they're speaking different languages. Now why did God punish them? Why did God punish them? Often we assume God punished them because they were building uh, this tower, this tall tower. And the text says uh, that they were building a tower with its top in the heavens. And so I always learned this as a kid, that they were building a tower to reach God. And God's like, no, no, there's no room up here. You know, we don't want them to get, if they get up here, there'll be trouble. So we can't let them keep building this tower. But it says they built a tower with its top in the heavens, or another way to say that is with, with, with its top in the sky. Right? What would we call that? A skyscraper. Right? So they were just building a tall building. I don't know that they were necessarily trying to reach God. I, and so I'm not sure that that's what the punishment was for, this long, tall tower. And maybe we can learn what the punishment was for by the punishment itself, and we read that God scattered them across the face of the whole earth. God scattered them across the face of the whole earth. But one of the first commands that God gives to humanity in Genesis is, be fertile, increase, and fill the earth. After the flood, one of the first things God says to Noah is, be fertile, increase, and fill the earth. So Rabbi Shai Held says, perhaps what's happening here in Babel is that they are resisting God's vision for humanity. They're building the city out of fear. And verse 4 says, and they say to themselves, let's build this tower lest we be scattered across the whole world. Right? Lest we be scattered across the whole world. And so what they fear the most is actually what God wants the most. And so God's punishment may not actually be punishment at all. Rabbi Held says, perhaps we should think about this as not a punishment, but an enforced return to the path of blessing. An enforced return to the path of blessing. That sounds like good parenting to me, right? <laughs> well, I'm not punishing you here. I'm, I'm returning you to the path of blessing. <laughs> uh, I may try that. You know? <laughs> we moved a lot, a uh, fair bit, when I was growing up. And uh, when we would move somewhere new, school would arrive. It would be the first day of school. And I did not want to go. Did not want to go to school. I don't know these kids. I don't know this area. I don't want to go. And my mom would say, you are going to school. You're getting on that bus, and you are going. 
And I would resist, but I would have to go. And I would go, and I would meet some friends, and it wasn't as bad as I thought, and it always got better from there. And so I think God knows, like a good parent knows, that when we expand, we grow. When we expand, we grow. When we stretch out, when we try new things, when we meet new people, we inevitably grow. And you might say, well, isn't what the builders of the Tower of Babel, isn't what they really wanted was unity? Right? Maybe they just wanted unity. And maybe that's what the people who were saying, speak English only. Learn the language. Maybe that's what they want as well. Well, listen again to the first verse uh, of the Babel story. Everyone on earth had the same language and the same words. Everyone had the same language and the same words. So what if this story is not so much about unity, but about uniformity? And there's a difference, a big difference, right, between unity and uniformity. Unity says we can all be of sort of common heart and mind with our differences. Uniformity says let's not have any differences. And so what if having the same language and the same words also meant having the same thoughts and the same ideas and the same beliefs? And God says that's not healthy for humanity. That's not healthy for humanity. And so I wonder if that means we should take a second look at the story of Pentecost. A second look at the story of Pentecost. Because Pentecost is often seen as the reversal of Babel. Right? We had everybody together, everybody in one place, everybody speaking the same language. Then everything was scattered and troublesome. But at Pentecost, everyone comes together again and everyone hears God speaking to them in the same language. Problem solved. Except that they don't all hear God speaking in the same language. Right? They all hear God speaking in their own languages. The Holy Spirit comes, and instead of speaking in one heavenly language, New Testament professor Eric Barreto says, God speaks to them instead in their own native tongue. God honors and celebrates their diversity. Pentecost is God affirming that our differences are not things to be overcome and obscured, but to be celebrated. And so God comes and meets us where we are. When everyone demands, or let me start that over, when we demand that everyone speaks like us, maybe that's not what God wants. When we demand that everyone thinks and believes like we do, maybe that's not what God wants. And when someone refers to people who are different than they are because of their skin color or the language they speak or the papers that they hold or don't hold, when someone refers to them as animals, we can be sure that the Holy Spirit is not speaking in that moment. God doesn't say learn to speak the language. God shows up and speak to, speaks to us in our language. God meets us where we are. God says your cultural differences are not to be mocked 
or belittled or obliterated. They are to be recognized and celebrated. Here again, the ancient words of the prophet, I will pour out my spirit on all flesh, on your sons and your daughters, your young and your old, on Romans, Galileans, Asians and Arabs, people from Puerto Rico and Mexico, from Africa and Russia and North Korea, and yes, even on Canadians. (laughs) I will pour out my spirit on those who are gay and those who are straight, on those who are cisgender and those who are transgender, on those who are rich, on those who are poor, on those who are free and those who are not yet free. God says, you do not determine where my spirit goes. In those days, I will pour out my spirit. An old rabbi once asked his students how they could tell when the night had ended and the day had begun. It is when you can look on the face of any man or any woman and see the face of a sister or a brother. Amen. Namaste. Invited to join us for worship on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. at the Holland Area Arts Council in downtown Holland. And for more information, how to get involved, or to support our work, like us on Facebook or visit hollanducc.org. Mm-hmm.